Hi, welcome to the Bear With Me, the podcast. The place where we get our take on the world from a queer bear point of view. You can contact us by email at podcastbearwithme at gmail.com and Instagram at podcastbearwithme. We're your hosts. I'm Stephen. And I'm Mark. And I got it wrong. Yes, I know. Yay! I'm so happy. <laughs> do you know what always... Why, I know it's some strange, but we have a Facebook page. Why do we never mention this? Uh, we do it at the end. <laughs> Just checking. Um, would you like me to change it? I don't know. I may be changing it myself. <laughs> On you go. <laughs> so, how has your week been? We're back into another week of lockdown. Things are finally changing in Scotland this week. Yeah, it's changed, but not really. <laughs> but you can legally meet people now. Yes. Um, <laughs> people from another household. Once a day. On different days. <laughs> On different days. And you can growl at them. <laughs> yeah. Um, my week. Um, work. More work. Being annoyed with Facebook because it keeps showing me that I was in Nashville last a few years ago well that's alright mine tells me five years ago I was in um, Chicago oh lovely mm-hmm. um, um, but yeah just work I'm on holiday now yay another, you've had two holidays since lockdown started yeah but I was supposed to have been in Manchester for Bear Bash mm-hmm. and I am supposed to be flying out to LA tonight <laughs> which is obviously not happening <laughs> which is not happening <laughs> Because, you know, lockdown in daddy land. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Rona got it. <laughs> <laughs> oh, that's me. So what did I do? I painted my bedroom at last. Yes. Yeah. And then fell against the wall. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I got wedged. You'd have, so glad you weren't there. Like, how, paint... did you, how did you do that? Like, when you're painting, you, so you, you paint straight in front of right. you, going up and down and up and down. How did you then fall? So it was I... your shoulder. So you, <laughs> yeah. you had to have tur- you had to pirouetted. Alex, oh, you're so taking little you... legs and then fell onto the wall. <laughs> so, I didn't take the furniture out of the bedroom to paint, so I pulled my bookcase, uh-huh. and I have a, a tall boy. So for anyone who doesn't know what a tall boy uh-huh. is, I know it's that. a standard wardrobe and drawer chest set, which comes to about the height, of, just slightly higher than the standard chest of drawers. Yes. Um, so I moved those off, and was in between the wall and that painting, and obviously I can't reach the bottom without kneeling down. So I knelt down to paint the bottom of the skirting. Uh-huh. Went to stand up, realised I couldn't... I was stuck to... I had, like, a plastic sheet down. Uh-huh. Strips. So I was stuck to the plastic sheet because it was in my shorts. Sued up, couldn't quite manoeuvre, wobbled one way, hit the tall boy, bounced into the wall. <laughs> Stood up, thought, great, I'm fine, missed everything, and turned around and had paint everywhere. But it's fine because I pushed the tall boy back against the space where I fell again, so you can't tell. <laughs> did you not paint over it? Well, I did, but I could still see it, and I was like, "Bugger it!" Oh. <laughs> it was done by then. I am. I'm not, not. even shocked. I'm not even I shocked. Am, I am not an artist by any sense of the term, <laughs> so I'm surprised I managed to do this. Oh wow! <laughs> it's very butch for me. Which is, Bell, in, yes. in all fairness, <laughs> at one point my mother was helping me. Bless her, cotton socks, right? And I shouldn't laugh, but she's obviously her hips gone. Yeah. And she decided she was going to sit on the floor. No, you're like, do you want to check? No, I'll sit on the floor, it's fine. 15 minutes it took her to get her off. <laughs> <laughs> um, and it was more between the two of us laughing. Because she's like, yeah, right, I'm stuck. I was like, okay, well, what can I do to help? I don't know. It's like, well, she'd done what I'd done. She was wedged between the wardrobe and the wall. 
It's <laughs> like, well, I'll Honestly, take anything and grab the hand anyway. It's like, well, you're going to have to get up somehow. <laughs> oh, I know. Terrible, terrible family. Oh, God. And then the extended family turned up yesterday mm-hmm. for a visit in the garden. And I'm saying extended family. So my niece is staying with my sister. Yeah. So because you can have two households together in the garden. Yes. Came up to visit yesterday. <laughs> so much for a nice quiet day I was planning after work. <laughs> <laughs> so it got absolutely soaked with water guns. Good. But apart from that, lots of walking at my end as well. Yeah, I saw that. And, oh, and I've had an allergic reaction to the grass. The grass yeah, it's hates gross. me. <laughs> I've scaly feet. Yeah, we're not putting that on the Instagram page. We don't want to scare people away. <laughs> but it's funny, I look like a crocodile. <laughs> I would imagine that some of her followers probably have foot fetishes, and that is not going to want, they will not want to see that. <laughs> would you like no. to run a pool and see if people would like no, to see my scaly no. feet? <laughs> you, can if, uh, you can if you wish, but no, I don't want to see that photo again. That will be getting deleted <laughs> from our chat. Oh, so that's, yeah, that's about it for my week. So it feels like it's been quite. It feels like I've done lots of it. Yeah. I haven't actually done anything. I went out for a walk with Matthew. Rugby Matthew. Your rugby teammate, Matthew. One cock off the year from the Thebans. Uh, you know him. <laughs> I know, I just love doing this. No, I know. It's just like... <laughs> no. Um, <laughs> I then get confused with which one he is. <laughs> My problem is people forget I've played, I've played on enough of the team a lot t- a long time so I know a lot of Matthews come through uh-huh. and I have to try and put which one it is. I think it's the only Matthew on your team right now. Quite possibly. So, yeah, just one. Just the one. How was that? Where did you go? Um, we met in town and we went around Arthur's seat and had a chat. Did you go up Arthur's seat again? I don't, we didn't go up, up Arthur's seat. We circumnavigated it. <laughs> But yeah, you look nice. up aspirationally at Arthur's seat as you walked around. Oh God, no, no! I could have done that, but I'm not doing that again. No, my ankle was not ready for another Arthur seat trip. Oh. Um. Apart from that, um. Work. It's been shitty shift, so it's like the last thing of I want to do is. You've come off your really weird shift because you were working Sunday after the podcast last time. Yes. How is that? that? I hear you are thoroughly staffed. Um, I was screwed over. (laughs) And I don't care who from my work hears this. They screwed me over. Two people knew that people weren't in and they didn't tell anyone. So I had a single member of staff for two and a half hours at one of our busiest times on a Sunday. It was fucking raging. (laughs) But it's fine. It's fine. Oh, and you got your new strap on. Yes. (laughs) Yes. <laughs> no, anyone. I, uh, I'm not pegging anyone. Just I'm himself. Just... No. <laughs> Absolutely not. I'm, yeah. So, uh, I I ordered the pride strap from Apple. Was it the Thursday? Thursday ordered it and it came. No, Friday. Friday ordered it and it came on Saturday. Because obviously we're officially kind of now starting into Pride season. Well, yeah, that's it. It's June, so mm. 
Well, it's we June on Monday. Season. <laughs> so not June now. Well, it's the no. 31st, so it's June tomorrow. You were? A day out. Which makes you? 24 hours incorrect. Which is the same as being? Not correct. <laughs> Which is also? <laughs> yeah, we can go around in circles until you say it. Making an inaccurate false statement. Making you wrong. <laughs> anyway, any apologies or fuck-ups or comments? No, um, nothing. Phil commented that he agreed with our, our take on Drag Yes, Race. I saw that. Um, but no, I've not had any, I've not had much feedback um, this week on it. I had Leo commenting on an old episode because he's still catching up. Oh, <laughs> was that when he'd been shady? <laughs> I know, and, <laughs> and they couldn't remember that he'd been shady. Give me two seconds. I can't remember what it was he said. Um, it was on Instagram. Da, da, da. Oh, <laughs> it was when, like a few episodes ago when, I can't remember who we were talking about, we were talking about one of the drag queens, and I wanted to say that they looked fishy, and I was like, fishy, I, I know the word's cancelled, but I'm going to say it anyway. <laughs> he kind of liked that. <laughs> See, that's because he's what? Shady. No, not at all. Um, are you ready to go into general? Because there's a I lot. Can. Yeah, I can. And most of it's yours. I, yeah, I've picked up bits um, and bobs. The first one, is the first one not you? No, so we had spoke about it when you were back up in Edinburgh. Yes, and I think I finally found the yeah the review for it. Yes, so... So, what? Love, Simon's officially getting a sequel. Yes! Uh, called Love, Greenwood. Yes. Which is then set in college. American version of college rather than university, isn't it? Yes. I get confused because Americans seem to do college then university rather than just either yeah, or. Yeah, so I, I want to say, I, I don't know too much <clears throat> about the whole college university thing, but is college not like first and second year of university? Is that how, is that how I, they I, work? I don't I know, think I get so. confused. I'm sure we'll have someone from America moaning at us. Oh, I need to cough. <coughs> it's not the Rona. Nobody almost dislocated his shoulder by trying to wrap his elbow oh. around his face. <laughs> Do you know? It's, see, working like with the public, see when you have to cough, it's one of those things where you either try to cover it up completely, or you have to run to the toilet to cough. It's fucking ridiculous. It's absolutely ridiculous that you can't cough, you can't sneeze because you know you're asthmatic and it's bloody hay fever season. Yeah, um, oh. I was walking to work the other day in hay fever season, of course. Eyes were straight, my antihistamine hadn't kicked in. <laughs> <laughs> so when you're like, <laughs> I'm alright. Lovely. <laughs> I'm not uh, yeah, crying so, in the world. <laughs> Love Simon sequel, what do you think? Yeah, well, <clears throat> having seen so many young gays think life is going to be like Love Simon, and yes. then suddenly realise oh, that yeah. fact, not everything is Disney as Love Simon. As, as lovely as that ideal solution yeah. plays, plays out. Um, I'm quite looking forward to it. I'm hoping they don't do the, oh, they get together, they break up, they get back together storyline. Or, you know, the other classic one of, oh, you know, it was young love to begin with, but now they're at college, so, so they're done with each other and they need to move on to their next relationship. Yeah, no, I, I can't remember if I read somewhere or it was on a podcast they were talking about it, that it's not necessarily going to centre around Simon 
and his relationship with Blue uh-huh. that is going to be more the subsidiary characters coming into their own which will be pretty good which will be good because their characters forward... were much more fun yeah I'm looking forward to seeing it I'm looking forward to seeing where they go with it because all of the cast has signed up which I think is good yes because the cast was great it was a great cast not the most diverse cast but it was a great cast oh sorry it will star a new lead Oh. So it's about Simon's bisexual best friend. Right. So we'll see what happens. Yeah. But can only be good to say, you know, sometimes it's nice to have positive spin. That's it. Um, media. Any any more visibility in the mainstream media for the LGBTQAI communities. And I mean, I mean, don't get Can't me wrong. wrong. What I like with with Love Simon is how how the parents deal with it. Don't get me wrong; it's very Disney, but I like it's that example of the dad making all of the inappropriate sexual innuendos. Yes, I love that. And then realizing he was wrong and having to to come back from that. And there'd be so many dads who fall into that trap because yeah. they just don't think, or they yeah. don't. It, it doesn't cross their mind. And. Um, so my next one was just because I was I was looking around and I thought this was fun again because Prime yes. was starting up, which was um, gay slang. How many have you used? How many have you heard of? How many have you been called? And I just thought we'd have a quick, a, a quick look at them because what I'm loving is like the lesbian list is like half a dozen. I know, <laughs> right? I didn't notice that. <laughs> which, which I love. It's, it's, it's like it's like yeah. Obviously, whoever updates this page for lesbians needs to do a bit more work. Some of them I had like. What the actual hell? So do what do I have a look at some of the lesbian ones first? Yeah, go for it. Yeah, so so there's this classic one. So there's Bean Flicker, yeah, um, your carpet muncher, Dyke, uh, Gillette Blade, which I've not heard of. I had never heard of that. Which I love is Gillette Blade is a 1950s era term for bisexual women whose sexuality cuts both ways. <laughs> it's like a boom boom. <laughs> I'm just saying out of that list, the one that I've never seen before, never used, Kitty Puncher. <gasps> that's just <laughs> it's like uh, oh wow that that's uh, yeah yeah um, I, I'm liking the game of flats yeah which an 18th century English term for sex between women that's like hmm, and things haven't changed <laughs> and todger dodger todger dodger <laughs> I I did laugh at that one um, but no so so the gay the gay terms go on for. Oh my god! There is there is, there is loads. so many. Um, what I thought was really funny is like I was walk, like going through them all, and it just reminded me of this comedian. I can't remember what his name is. Is it Kevin Geddes or Kevin Geddes? He's a nor an is it Northern Irish? I think it's a Northern Irish comedian, uh-huh. and he does this character um, Gary Henderson, and he does like it's like he's reading his own diary. In the style of Fifty Shades of Gay. Oh God! So it's it is things like um, like brown polo, and it's like all the yeah, it's all these like just possibly could easily be like vile <laughs> terms for like asshole and stuff. And just reading that, it just remind me of that. So I'm going to have to find that and maybe post. Well. Posted. One of the early ones on here, which I hadn't heard of, which is so funny, and we should really make happen again, is Donut Puncher or Donut Muncher. Yeah. <laughs> um, I also loved the... Um, there was a, a rhyme and slang one, 
as well. Like a Cockney rhyming slam yeah. one. But I've lost it. And I have I, to say, I have used the, the Fudge Packer one simply because... Uh-huh. Like, back in the day, the Fudge Kitchen that's down on the bottom of the Royal Mile... Uh-huh. ...used to advertise for a Fudge Packer. Like, genuinely, that was yes. the job role. So, we used that a lot. <laughs> but there's, there's lots of class ones. I'm loving that Muscle Mary has brackets, see Jim Bunny. I know. <laughs> <laughs> um, one of my favourite ones was Marmite. Yeah. See, that was the one that got me thinking about Gary Henderson. <laughs> uh, which is um, a gay minor. Yeah. And, and by minor, we don't mean young person. We mean as no. in coal minor. Yes. <laughs> um, but no, I, I just I seen this article and thought, do you know what? This is funny. It is, Let's have, it is have so a talk much fun. About it. And it's, um, <laughs> oh look, pissy queen. We know so many of those. Oh god, yeah. <laughs> I've never heard of potato queen before. <gasps> <laughs> have you? No, but I totally call in the ginger <laughs> that from now on. <laughs> which, which is funny because it's 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 on top of rice cream, which is um, apparently it's gay Asian men attracted to mainly white men. Which, yeah. which I love. I think that's great. I just go, I'm going to call the ginger that just because he's Irish and his potato. <laughs> what are you doing? The boy? Yes. <laughs> oh God, there's you. <laughs> Sperm guggler. <laughs> that don't gurgle, that's gross. That. You just wait for it to cough up and come through your nose. Oh, no. 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 Oh. See, I like that burns. <laughs> Because they'll slip and get in your eye. Oh, yeah, that's only happened once. Um, so I, I like keep my glasses William, on. <laughs> I like William Woofter, which is um, gay, sla- gay rhyming slang for poofter. Yeah. yeah. A lot of that. I, I love think... that bisexual has two. <laughs> <laughs> it's got the switch hair or unicorn. Unicorn, yeah. <laughs> um, I think what's really funny is a lot. Like, I like sausage jockey. I've never heard of that. Have you really? No, I haven't. Really? Oh, I think be, I think you hear it a lot more in sport, maybe. Maybe, um, but yeah, uh, I think be, they're funny. They, they, they are. They, they, but, they are funny. I mean, they've got Buffter Butty, which is mainly mainly Scottish. Yeah, or Booty Buffter. Um, but I think just because of the city that I live in. They're probably not that common because, like, even like back in the eighties, it was pretty I, liberal. I don't know. Anything, anything about bum? I think I think we've all heard. So, bum oh god, yeah. <laughs> yeah. But it, I, I seen that it was just a fun little article, and I thought, Do you know, we'll, talk, we'll have a talk about this. See if there's any there which makes you laugh. As I say, the Marmite one is the one which made me laugh. But yeah, it was all the ones I I will have. I'll find that post from Gary Henderson because it, it was. One of my friends, he's moved down to um, England now. He, I think he saw him live at the Fringe, and he was like, "Oh my god, you need to fa- you need to hear this guy," and it is so hilarious. He does all these. It's not. He does like all these different characters, and he, do, he actually does a podcast now. Um, but it's so hilarious. All his characters are funny. So I'll find that. But yeah, I, we might put a wee poll. We might pick like five or six of our favourite ones and see what people think. See what people think. Yeah, um, that might be fun. And then, of course, you know, keeping keeping our subject on gay news and Pride Month. Yeah, Lady Gaga's final new album finally dropped. 
So, it, and, and to be honest with you, and it, it's, it's not something we talk about a lot of music, but I think she's an artist which is involved with queer community. Oh, yeah, she's heavily, yeah. <clears throat> and, you know, we may as well talk about it because people are talking about this album. Yes. So what did you think? So you're, you're, you're much more of a music critic than me. I'm so, so from my point of view, I'm the same with a lot of albums. There's some tracks in that I loved. There's a lot of tracks I kind of went, meh, yeah. meh, meh. And, and then some tracks, it's like, I would love to hear this remixed. I don't think the album version is polished enough. Yes. Um, however, out of them all, I am still in love with the Ariana Grande one, which is totally up my street. It is yeah. totally the type of music I listen to. And I like the one with um, Blackpink, um, Summer Candy. Of course you do. Um, and I'm curious to see how that will come out because I'm hoping that she can keep up with them when they're dancing. Well, I think she will because they're releasing it. That's the next single. Is that the next single? Yeah. Because I know the video's, the video's not out yet. I've, I've seen... Well, I don't think they can record the video at the moment. So we'll, we'll see We'll see what happens. Yeah. Um, but, but overall, it was. it's just a, well, it's a... It's a fine pop album. Yeah. So... Uh, it's it's okay, <laughs> like no, it's okay. Like I I am a Gaga fan. Like I'm not a huge fan. Yeah, but I I love everything that's been released so far. I I get the concept of the album because it is a concept album. Yeah. There's nothing innovative about it, and I th- correct. I, th- I think I think that's where my sort of blah sort of feeling about it comes from because every album that she's done even the album the that she's done with Tony Bennett was that the Jolene album no it was before that it was a duets yeah. album with Tony Bennett you know it was innovative because it was Gaga and Tony Bennett like that in itself was an innovation mm-hmm. um you know and then she's done the Jolene album and she, she's done like all the ballads and obviously fame came out and Every album's been very innovative, whereas this felt almost like a retrospective. Which, which possibly it might be. But you know. no, I get it because it was all supposed to be inspired by like eighties synth pop. I mean, the one I don't get is this one with Elton John. Yeah, and I quite like the song, but then the last thirty forty seconds of the song is weird, where it's trying to mix into the next song and it doesn't really. Work. Yeah, that that was a th- and that was the other thing about the album. Like, I get the the interludes, like Chromatica one, two, and three, mm. but they weren't needed. It wasn't like a Jean Michel Jarre, yeah, album. There there was no connect to it. Yeah, I... but I'm looking the songs that I didn't like. I'm really looking forward to the remixes, like like you said, because I think the re- I think I think they were designed for a remix. Well, and this is what's happened with a lot of her albums, though, isn't it? Yeah. As well, a, a lot of the albums, it's the remix tracks which are, yeah, are phenomenal. Um, but no, I like it's, it's. I've put it on my playlist, so it's going to get played throughout the year. Um. Also, I love Ariana Grande in a pair of cheap ass butterfly wings in the video. <laughs> I, mean, I love. Like, it's like we we need to put you in something camp. Who's who's got something camp? Oh, look, these two ninety nine butterfly yeah. wings. These will do. But <laughs> shove these on love. <laughs> I'm not a huge fan of the song. It's all right, mm. but I love the video. I, I thought I the video was. It, it shows you Ariana Grande in a way that she's never been before, and it shows you Gaga in a way that she's never been before. So I really like that 
I I think I love the song as it is, but I'm looking forward to the remixes of it as well because I think yeah. you could really turn this into a great pop it's, song. But it's like Mel C's High Heels. Yes, that like that song. That song was great because you know it's Mel C and she can always like pull out a belter. But the remixes, the Blanco, the Blanco remix is so good. Oh my god, it's like like one of my favorite songs this year. But it just didn't get the airplay it needed. No, but again, it's one of these things that is. Some of the parts are never as, as good. Mm. So if it was a Spice Girls song, you know, it would, it, have. it would have been everywhere. But because it's just one of them, which is really annoying because she's hugely talented. She but, is, and she's produced some great albums. Oh, God, yeah. And she's fun, and she's calm, <laughs> and she I is. love it. Um, um, so, yeah, oh, then, Gaga. Meh. But it's out there. We've talked about it. Right. Yeah, so the next one I put in. So, mm. I don't know if you know anything really about Larry Kramer. I recognise the name and I've read the article to right. kind of refresh. So, I came across Larry Kramer when I was at school. So, I was mm. doing a... Was it a fifth year? Yeah, I think it was a fifth year. So, I think it was like my final essay. And So, so for anyone who's not familiar with what... So, so I didn't go with the Scotch system, so I don't know what fifth year is, so you're going to have to give fifth us an year, age. so that's... 15, 16, 17, 16? 18, 16? 16, 17. Right. Um, so I passed all my GCSEs, which are A-levels? No. GC, GC, so, so you, yeah, so you're on your, ne- your secondary set of exams. Yes. So yeah, GCSEs yes. are the A-levels here. Um, and as part of the curriculum we had to do this um, literature study and I originally had decided that I wanted to show the differences in the way that gay men and AIDS and HIV have been portrayed uh-huh. in literature so I chose the the novelisation of Philadelphia yep um, Train Spotting uh-huh uh huh. You're you're. I'm just saying, I'm just moving. Brain. I'm just moving slightly um, to try and get comfortable. He's cramping. <laughs> Larry Kramer's faggots. Right. I ended up just doing it about train spotting, and I completely changed my whole essay. But that was how. I, yeah, because <laughs> you know it's not. Because not like me don't. to read three books uh, <laughs> and then change it. <laughs> I'm going to do something else altogether. So, yeah. So that was kind of when I came across Larry Kramer. The book is a hard read. Mm-hmm. So it's about um, the gay culture and. 70s, 80s, New York, uh, Fire yeah. Island, all of that. It's, it's, it's a hard read. It, it's not all like sunshine and roses, that's for sure. Yeah. Um, so that's kind of when I first got into him. And then I, I loved the book. And then I read The Normal Heart, which is the screenplay that we were talking about that we're going to try and yes. watch. Um, but he founded Act Up, which we're going to be talking a little bit about in Pose. Yes and gay men's health and he was a huge advocate for AIDS and HIV at one point it felt like he was the only voice mm-hmm. that was speaking for the gay community at the time um, he's just such an accomplished fantastic life in like just all aspects like he's won awards for screenplays and um, you know the amount that he's done for charity has been honoured 
um, on the Out 100. Um, just hugely talented, hugely vocal throughout his whole life. Um, and he passed away at the, week, the end of this week. And it, so I just it want didn't to add hit that the UK news here at all. At least not the mainstream news. No, uh, no, absolutely, it didn't hit the mainstream news. Um, I think the pro- the problem is is that he's, he's he's a very American activist, which I mm. get because he's from America. Like that totally makes like sense. Um, but yeah, I, th- I think a couple of the podcasts that I was listening to were talking about it. Um, but yeah, I just wanted to add that I think cause even though he's hugely pivotal in America and changing laws and policies in America with his activism, it still filters through to others um, and he is hugely important to gay history yeah, absolutely because it's not just history like, history like Stonewall history it's like modern history like still the 80s, 90s, 2000s well, it's history. It's life history. It's history we rely. Yeah. Through. Oh, absolutely. Um, but yeah, it's like Elton John's written a tribute. Like, yeah. Like, I can't say that I'm sad that he died because that's just not the type of person I am. You know, I'm, I'm not one for sentiment, really. But yes, I can imagine a lot of people, especially the older generation of gays in America, will feel this quite hard. Well, this is it, and, and again, I think it relates nicely to Pose and what Pose goes yes. into this. This like, Ex- exactly. So, I'm going to bring us on to the next article, yes. which is completely fluff, but I thought would make you smile. Yeah, uh, just because I didn't know if you'd seen it. So, Cinewell plans to reopen all of its cinemas in July. Oh, if this is true, I'm so happy because they <laughs> Cinewell's not announced anything. Uh, well, <laughs> apparently, this news article says it has. Yeah, I know, but there's nothing on their websites or Facebooks or Instagrams. But no, like, uh, I want it to be true. Well, <laughs> I really want it to be true. It, it must have released it somewhere because obviously the share price has reflected this as well. Yeah. Um, yeah, it went up like 25%. Yeah. But they're saying that even if they can't, because I was, I, I was reading on their website that if they don't open up this year, they still have uh, they've, they've borrowed money and the, the big business financial aid that they're getting from the government can, will sustain their staff until the end of the year. Yeah. Which is great because it, it would be a shame to lose, yeah, that kind of. But in the same respects of what funding is going into cinemas, I'm hoping that's going into a lot of stages and theatres as well, because I'd hate to see theatres go under. Yeah. As much as it's not something we use a lot of, you know, we have been to the movies to watch a cinemised version, yes, <laughs> of a stage show because yeah. we've not. I know it sounds really stupid from my point of view, fifty, sixty quid to see, um. Everyone's talking about Jamie, yeah. Opposed to the ten pound we paid to see it at the cinema, exactly. It, 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 yes, you don't get the experience of being in it, but the show was still stunning to watch. It was. But the thing is, a lot of cinemas, particularly Cineworld and View, are doing a lot more live tapings mm. of theatre, which it can only be good for both the cinema and theatre. No, and and you're spot on. It, it, it's a great way of getting to see a show which maybe you cannot. Yes, get to exactly. it isn't it isn't touring and at the time we've seen um jamie it wasn't touring. yeah it wasn't because it was only just in london it hadn't even been in london that long uh, and then my last one again and, and relating to 
Pride. Yes. Because obviously we're going to Pride Month. Pink News does have a Pride for All event happening. And I have seen bulletin. Pink News uh, is the is the news outlet that Mark doesn't like but constantly I references. I know, but the only reason I'm doing this is one of my <laughs> favourite articles happened on it, and it, it's so funny at the moment for what they're doing. So on, they're running their event over um, next weekend. Yeah, fourth, fifth, sixth, and seventh of June. Um, but on Thursday, the fourth of June, which I had to laugh at at six p.m. Live on Instagram is Petty Little Things. I know. <laughs> and not once have they plugged this in their podcast. It's not like them, because those girls like a plug. But it depends on when they were, when it was organised. Because it's all digital, so it could have all yeah. literally been done. Because I think they record on a Thursday, Friday? <laughs> I'm, I'm not sure. I see that and it just made me chuckle. Um, I'm, just sure, because I'm sure they the record two, the two a Thursday, Friday have, for the following weekend. The two of them have done a lot of... Oh, they plug uh, everything. But, but, <laughs> um, but, but for anyone wanting to have a look, uh, go have a look at Pink News' um, Pride they're doing. There is lots of interactive events happening. There's lots of mental yeah. health thing. Um, they've got a big queer big queer quiz on presented by Something Wrong on yep. the Sunday at 8.30. So there's lots of things. So if, you, if you're if you stuck with friends and you maybe want to do something or you want to just get involved, it's a great way of reaching out and maybe feeling that Pride yes. is happening and there is people still out there doing things. Yeah. Oh, also, <laughs> huge gay drama on Facebook yesterday. <laughs> I thought we would... Uh, do you want to talk about this now, or do you want to talk about this when we get to Drag Race? Oh, we can, oh yeah, we can talk about Drag Race. Because drag it is Drag Race. So, yeah. so bear with us, you're going to have to keep yeah. listening to the podcast. <laughs> to get to <laughs> so, shall we, ins- shall we insert a break? Yes. Who's the music by? Jonas Galajnikov. Gladnikov. Thank you. I'm going I just to call, can't get my tongue round I'm, so, I'm going to start calling you racist because you can't pronounce his name. Because I can't get my tongue around it. Yep. How is that my fault? Because it's not difficult. It quite clearly is. Or else it's it, not. I used to work with someone called Kirsten and she keeps insisting I couldn't pronounce her name. <laughs> right. But it's like, it's so, like Scottish so, people try to say Carl. Carl. <laughs> yeah. 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 I, I can't. <laughs> Anyway, we have a short break and we will be back in a second. So, we're back. That's not it. That's not it. I was just wondering if you do it. Is it me to do this anyway? Yes, it's you to do it. So, thank you for bearing with us and we're back. You totally so, messed up your lie that you wrote about me, Ben. <laughs> That's because you just completely ignore it's there. <laughs> yes, absolutely. Because I forget. <laughs> um, so, Rugby Things, Union Cups happening the 30th of April to the 3rd yes. of May 2021. Bingham Cups sometime in August 2022. Lots yes. of rugby clubs at the moment having their end Four years ago dinners. today, Bingham Cup was finished in Nashville. Mm-hmm. So, which means two years ago it was in Amsterdam. Yes. Um... So, and in yeah, two years' see. time, <laughs> it will be still in Ottawa. Thank you. I was good. It's like I can see Canada and I can see the wolves. It's like <laughs> I cannot remember what they're called. <laughs> Damn it. The Ottawa wolves are hosting. Um, yeah. Um, obviously, um, the Birmingham Bulls are holding the Union Cup. Yeah. They are putting a lot of stuff on their social media at the moment. Um, obviously, Birmingham Pride should have been. This weekend, it's one of the earliest ones. Yeah. Um, 
and and they've had quite a few posts up about that. So if if you want to have a look, go and have a quick look at the at the Birmingham Bulls page. They will probably be live updating as, yes. as they go and as as stuff starts to ramp up. So movies and yes, TV. Also, you're missing out other rugby stuff. I've only got two. Yeah, I know, but this is like to do with your team. They had the Zoom awards thing last night. Uh huh. Did you not see any of the posts? No, I didn't go on it. It's on their Instagram. Yeah, and didn't see any of it. <laughs> yeah, they, they had like a mini awards thing. So, um, yeah, no, I know, I know what they were doing. I just haven't seen it. All right, uh, Sam won something, I think. <laughs> wow. So, so wait a minute. You're going to lecture me about having not seen? <laughs> At it. least I so, saw so it. Just, just, at least just, I saw it. Here we go. So I didn't bring it up because I haven't seen it. So therefore, I can't comment on it at the moment. Yeah. Stephen is calling it up to try and be shady. Who I'm not. Also has not seen it. I can't remember. No, what I, have, I can't. <laughs> I can't remember what it was. He won. It was the most most improved player. I. I've not seen it. Why are you looking at me? I don't. Know. I should have seen improved player. No. I. I only. I only. I genuinely, I'm not going to lie, I only saw it because Matthew, friend of the pod, um, won Cock of the Year. <laughs> and then I went on to the Thebans and it was like, oh, they've done a sort of mini awards thing online. No, I knew they were doing the rewards. But I literally done night. that, I like, as I was like, as we were texting each other to like record. <laughs> no, so, so someone sent me a message going, are you going on the Zoom thing tomorrow night? And I sent them back a message going, what's Zoom? Yeah, exactly. No, I I pretty much had that conversation with Leo from Wheels on Fire because he was like, because he was like, oh, we could do a Zoom thing, and I was like, yeah, Mark doesn't know that, and I'm not there to show him how to do it. Oh, that's all right. My friend messaged back going, it's a conferencing tool. To which point I sent them back the uh, the lovely tea emoji. (laughs) (laughs) No shit, Sherlock. It's It's actually really easy to use. I'm sure it is. I just it's, I'm it's not, not as easy as FaceTime, FaceTime groups or WhatsApp chat, like video yeah. chat. But it is. It's really good. I think. I think more from my own experience. I don't particularly enjoy the end of season. Yeah. Element of the, of the club. I'm quite happy with the early stuff. It, it's just not. I don't particularly like putting a shirt and tie on for, for anything. I don't particularly like a yeah. formal meal. No, that's. I I totally get that. You, you know, so it's it's not something. Personally, I, I I take part, and usually I'd it wait wouldn't be my idea for fun to come night. Hmm? It wouldn't be my idea for fun night. Of course it is. Would you have also worn a shirt and tie? No, I said there it we wouldn't have been my idea for fun night. Oh, sorry, I thought you night. said it would have been. I apologise. Oh, I misheard no. you. Enunciate. I did enunciate. <laughs> I said it three times. <laughs> Listen. Uh-huh. Listen back to the podcast, see if you, can def- see if you need to enunciate. <laughs> Right, shall we get into polls? Pause. The category is... Live. Work. Pause. Do you want me to do the synopsis? Do you want to do it or do you want me to do it? Well, I don't know. You usually ask me to do it. Well, okay, go for it. Okay, so we're on season two, episode seven, so we're coming up to the end. So this episode is called Below. So pray tell and Bianca realise that they're now the elders in the community and challenge young members of the House Evangelista to organise an act of action in which they cover Frederica Norman's house with a giant condom condom to protect Frederica's... 
<coughs> sorry, it's not the coronavirus, um, <laughs> financial exploitation of the members of the community. Angel and Pappy drink and go on a cooking and do cocaine on an uptown party causing Angel to arrive late and hung over at an important modelling job where the photographer is revealed to be the fetishistic predator from episode 1 also called Acting Up and Ricky learns that he's HIV positive so there was a lot happened in this episode yeah I, but I also felt it was a bit low energy yeah I, I've got to be honest with you the Angel storyline I've kind of phased out of yeah, a, a lot I'm of over specific, that now. Specifically in this, it's like okay, we, we need a character to suddenly go down the cocaine hole, who, who whose life's on an upturn that we can yes. we can we can make it be there. And, and I didn't, I don't, I get it was prolific at the time, but I just I didn't feel it was needed. No, you're right. Uh, um, I didn't feel it was needed. I loved the twist at the end with her in her, who the photographer is. Yes, I mean that that was that was much better, um, but. The whole kind of I, I like how they're dealing with the subject of okay we have lost we're losing this community uh-huh. which now means we have to step up our own game mm-hmm. to, to show this and it's also really important because it's showing at the, what what they cover very briefly which I like is they're also showing you what happens when you suddenly come out of vogue when what you do yes. is is no longer <coughs> on trend so you know, effectively vogue's happened. But no one's interested anymore. Yeah, everything's kind of gone. And I, and I think the the best line is in the opening when she's like, "Yeah, nobody wants to vogue anymore. Can you teach them how to hammer time?" I know. <laughs> but that's how that's how it is, though. Well, it, it is for pop culture. It is it is definitely so in, then you're out, and it's and and you kind of see this in in when they're showing you the ball scene. Yeah, you know that kind of downturn in people there, uh-huh. and and this is how they kind of make the episode about community, and it's like, okay, how do we teach? Yeah, the, the young ones, the young ones, how to do two things, um, and it's it it is great. It's it's great. It's a bit like again referring it back to now. It's a bit like what what you've seen communities do now, where it's the older generation kind of going, yes, you have to stay in, but guess what? There are still lots of things you can do, which doesn't yeah. involve technology. Yeah, you know. And my example would always be: look at the amount of people who've taken up baking, or they've done things at home they wouldn't normally have time to do. I tried to make scones. Please tell me you managed to make scones. They tasted like scones. They had a texture of scones. They didn't look like scones. What did they look like? They kind of just went. <laughs> Is the only way to describe it? So you made a pancake? No, like just round the edges. They kind of just. Curved and flattened a little bit. They looked like rock buns. Basically, <laughs> there we go. They looked like there rock buns. You you made rock buns. You didn't but make they scones. Were, they were really nice. I made lemon and poppy seed ones. They were really nice. <laughs> oh, this was you taking into work on Friday. Yes. Were you being shady? Always. I'm just I'm just checking. It's not like you to bake for always. work if there's not a not a an underlying reason. Yes, always being shady. Always, always, always. Um. Yeah, there's nothing really much to say about Pose. Well, see, I think there was a lot, because I think the other thing we get in this episode is when, how they deliver Ricky's HIV diagnosis. Yeah. I think that's that's super important to look at. That is not how it would happen now. No. And it is just so blunt and to the fact. And then she just, she, she says you're positive, and then she keeps going. There's not yeah. a chance to reflect. It's just like, bam. 
and and I think that's important to remember. You know, you're in a you're at a time where this was a life sentence. You know, this was you are going yeah. to die. It's being delivered with such you you know, no kind of oh, let's look at doing this, let's do that. Yeah, just. I think also at the time, like how many, if, like if that was a real real life situation, like how many times would that doctor have said that that day? Could you and and this is it, and it's. I think that's important. Um, although it also leads to one of my favourite lines, which is when he calls "Pray Tell Daddy." I know. <laughs> that was that just felt. Oh, I know it was supposed to be a funny moment, but it just felt a little bit creepy. I, but I think that was. I, was, I think I, it was trying yeah. to do both. I was, it, was it, was like, be... it was like, "How do you know I don't like daddies?" It's like, oh, oh. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I did. Uh, but Praytel's response to it is, is just correct. Yeah. It's like, oh, no. Nope. Oh, my God. I I love Billy Porter. He's so good. The the cast is phenomenal. Oh, the, God, the yeah. cast is just phenomenal. Um, and it's, it, it, it just surprises me that it, it still feels like it doesn't get the credit it needs. Yeah. I think maybe season three, it, you might start to see a bigger uptake again. I think I there's so. people still to find it and still to come to it. Because again, we talked about it. We talked about when it was like still of... being shown on season one. Like it wasn't yeah. even like after. It was still when it was being shown. And and then almost a year later, we started to see other people yeah. pick it up, pick it up. So I still think that there is time for this to to go. I think or, it's going to be one bigger. of these. I think it's going to be one of these shows where once it's done, it, it's going to it get a, a big pickup. Because um, it is stunning to watch as well. It is. It's it's, it's beautifully done. But it's right, Murphy. Like, it's it's also the how to get money out of um, uh, what you call who's the dominatrix? Electra. We're just getting money out of Electra. It's great. I know. It's, this could help you win Mother of the Year. <laughs> <laughs> Um, but no. Um, by the way, keeping up with the Kardashians isn't on Netflix yet. No, starts tomorrow, first of June. Right. That's fine. I was just checking in case you shouted at me for not having watched any of it. No. So tomorrow, first of June. So I'm saying. So keeping up with the Kardashians starts. Real Housewives of Atlanta starts. Real Housewives of Beverly Hills starts. Below Deck starts. Um, Married to Medicine starts. I am in trash TV heaven. I'm so excited by this. You really oh, are. And Selling Sunset is on. Season 2 of Selling Sunset is on. That's on Netflix, isn't it? Yeah. So we just need the Shaz of Sunset on. And. Yeah. I'll be good. <laughs> so I don't obviously... understand how. What? How your eyes are not square. <laughs> well, I've not watched any of them yet. <laughs> They're not on yet. Um, but Netflix is obviously on a deal with Bravo. Because it's all Bravo shows. Mm. So maybe, also, maybe, sorry, there you go. It maybe has because obviously it's losing a lot of the the UK shows to BritBox. Yeah. But yeah, I'm so excited! Oh my god! <laughs> like genuinely excited. <laughs> so, Drag Race. Yes. Shall we move on? Drag Race. Drag Race. Okay. So, very quickly, first, 
my first comment on this. Do you think RuPaul has a fetish for these face masks? No, RuPaul cannot do her makeup. Well, we know RuPaul, RuPaul cannot can't... get herself into drag. We know that, but the fact that we've now seen multiple of these masks in these shows... These are, this is not something you just purchase on a whim or as a one No, but this is something that you could phone... She, what would happen is she would have rung up Zoldi, although it wasn't Zoldi that done a face mask, but whoever it was, I'm just using Zoldi because that's usually who does her costumes. Yeah. She'd phone up someone and say, like, four weeks ago, known full well that they were never going to sh- like record live, I need five face masks. Send them to me. <laughs> Bajazzle them all. Um, But I do... Th- and I still maintain, and I I love Drag Race, I love the show, but I still maintain that the show is now being headed by someone that doesn't know how to do drag. Yep. Um, but again, what would be interesting is if they'd done another show where he lets them come in with teams. Yeah. Which which was the original concept, was to have yeah. your second person you would have, with you. you would have your, yeah, your like, person with you. Yeah, uh, so so I'd love to see if if they'd done an episode, you no know, season like that, and said, okay, we're, we're gonna up the ante. You uh-huh. can bring someone with you this time round, but the expectation is we expect. You no, know, no, we expect yeah. more f- from it, but then also give them more relevant challenges because yeah. it's not worse. That's than the one a- thing I've liked about this season. It has been real life challenges for the queens. Yes. So, yes, finale, <laughs> finale. Personally, I, I love who won. However, the episode itself, I'd have rather waited three months and done a, a, a decent final. Yeah. No, you're right. I think I think they could have um, waited. And I think because I love, obviously... Sorry. sorry I, was, I love the idea as well of the queens getting to pick this song and how to do it, which is what we've kind of said for a while now, is yes. that the queens should be allowed to produce what they would do. Yeah. Um, I think yeah, waiting for a live finale would have been great. The problem mm-hmm. with that is that All Stars would have then been behind. Canada would have had to have been behind, which probably isn't a bad thing, because at the moment they're they're not recording season thirteen. They're not recording UK, although there's been rumours that they'd already recorded UK. Yes, I got, was that on Race Chaser? Can't remember. It was definitely a podcast or something I was listening to. Um. So you, they could they could show that, but then if they had done that, I kind of feel sorry for the girls that were on season twelve because then they've not they're not getting a chance to go out and make money, which they can't do anyway. Which they can't. No, but even if you were to wait three months, who's yeah. really going to care? Um, I it 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 I I feel sorry for them. It's just been a, a horrific yeah. season, and then especially um, because all star starts, so they're not even getting like a couple of months where. Where Jada gets to be the winner. Yep, spot on. Um, I, I agree with you. It, it is we're just we're just getting so much of it all of the time. Yeah, which is great because it's, it's visibility and like the, you know, that can only be a good thing. But give so I'm going to bring it back and talk about the judges. Yes. So, Roth Matthews filter. Oh. And. How grey is that man? And he was grey, but quite good without having his hair done. And no, Michelle's grey as well, but Roth Matthews is just like, wow. But I think Michelle looks good out of, out of her drag. Mich- but Michelle knows how to do her face. Yes. Things, this, this is the difference. Michelle knows how to do it. Ross had 
Ross was funny, and I don't know what the filter was, but his eyes were just like... I don't know. Terrifying. And <laughs> Carson just looked... I may say he didn't cocaine up. Yeah, pretty much. It's, it's like, how much caffeine have you had? Let's yeah. call it caffeine. Um, but it was... It was fun. And Michelle's definitely still my favourite, and I love that they get her husband in it. Oh my god, that was so funny. <laughs> and Michelle's doing nothing on BBC... BBC player. I was sure. Yeah. There's only one episode I'll, out. I'll have to go and find that. Can't remember I, what it's called. I find Michelle fascinating. I think she's. Yes. And I know a lot of people call her out, but I think she's good TV. She knows how to manage herself. Yeah. And she just has. She's a bit more personality and, than Rue does. And I think the problem is, is that her job on the show is to say all is, the negative things that Rue wants to say. Yeah. And she does it really well. But all the queens still love her. Well, that's so, because she's the one which then goes out on tour with exactly. them and can have those conversations. Now, Michelle knows where her money's at. Yes. The UK. <laughs> it's over here, bitch. Um, <laughs> but should, should we talk about the... I, I don't know. I just love... Well, I loved what Crystal Meth had done all the way through this, ad, this episode. Yes. I, th- I think this gave Crystal a chance to show the Drag Race fans what she is as a performer. Yes, I I cannot believe she had the cheek to tell up as a pinata. I know that was awesome though. That was it so, was. Awesome. I I think she's as close to the Bully Brothers type of drag that you, that Drag Race would ever get to. Yes, I really do, which is only good because it does show a completely different style of drag, but also that it, that it is popular and that people like that because she got to the final three. And what did Rue you think of that? <laughs> Rue loved her mullet. I think no. I think Rue actually. I think Crystal's going to be one of the queens that Rue is isn't going to forget. Yeah, which would be nice. Um, what did you think of Crystal's Nelly Furtado? I. <laughs> <laughs> I loved it because it was Crystal that done it. And that is totally where her. That is totally like you know that that came like one hundred percent from her mind. I loved it. I also don't think that Rue would have understood it. And uh, I think like yeah, and you. <laughs> but I. Uh, it was when she spat. She regurgitated. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I just thought, oh my god, that is just genius. <laughs> um, no, I I thought it was great, and then. And very quickly, if we go through, so she had her bird look, her pinata look, and then I loved her final song look. Yes. Um, the kind of Alice in Wonderland uh-huh. look, which so was. What do you think about? So we've not talked about the close up lip syncs. The close up lip sync. Uh... Also, how much money is Todrick Hall getting for that song? <laughs> More than enough. <laughs> um, I, I don't know. I. I, I get the idea of it, but it sounds really stupid to me. Jada's the only one who knows how to work a camera. See, I thought Gigi was fantastic in the close-up lip sync. And I, 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 it just to me, the, the close-up lip sync wasn't memorable. No. Um, but that's just something. Yeah, and you knew they were all going to get through because obviously we'd lost the queen. Oh god, yeah. Although Rude did say that it was only going, it was going to go down to two. Yeah. Which really annoyed me. Because when I was watching it, I was like, 
Why are they? Why? Why are all three? Defi- why are all three doing the final lip sync? What's going on? Because you know what he's like. He likes drama. Um, yeah. So we move on to yes. Gigi. So Gigi's take on. See, this is, I can't even remember what Gigi's first look was. It was sort of moddy. Can't remember. To be honest, oh, no, I can't... it wasn't. It wasn't. It was her cone boobs. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. With her her, her beehive helmet, and. Um, and then she done Take On Me by yes. Aha, which I, I loved. loved that. When I saw that, I thought, right, Gigi's going to win. Gigi's going to win. I'm going to be happy. Because that was so good. It was genius. A set piece, a set was lovely. Yeah. What she done was great. I loved the change of costume. Yep. Yeah. Quite clearly, she's the only queen which uses TikTok. <laughs> <laughs> She doesn't use TikTok. I know, but it was definitely a TikTok trick. Oh god, yeah. But I, th- I um, think she's she's also, I think she's one of these queens, and it is probably to do with her age, where she does know how to really work technology. Yeah, um, so it's a great great song, and then she had kind of the Wizard of Oz was her theme. Yeah, for the final song, um, <laughs> it was all right. Yeah, it was all right, and then we go into Jada. See, I didn't like Jada's like individual one. I can't remember what her first look was. I can't remember what her first look was. Um, and then her second one was her originally in the bathrobe, and then she undressed to yes. something else. But I can't even remember which song it was. No, my I think my problem was is that I think because Crystal had put so much effort into it, <laughs> and she did. Yeah, and. Gigi had put so much effort into it, and then Jada was dancing in front of her couch. It was Which a bit. Is, was, uh, I, I know. I, I enjoyed it. Her performance was good. I love Shadow. She performed space. great, but I think just because the, the other two were very creative. Yes. Um, and then, obviously, her final look was that orange. Yes, that orangey red. Which. My favourite thing about that is I love. You knew she had a reveal because it was quite clearly in oh, a, God, a yeah. dress code. So you got her first reveal, but I'm loving the bit at the end where she flicks the cape up and it, it has crown. the crown yeah. in the cape, which was great. I loved that, and um, and it it was great. And then you kind of get this very artificial ending on it, yeah, with her winning. Did you watch the link I sent you? I did. So. so one of the Facebook pages has that they actually, and this annoys me, I don't understand why we don't get this at some point as well. So so you see the show as it is, crafted, and obviously they've, they've told each of them they're the winner. Yeah. Which, so what, reaction... I, what, what I really like about this is they could have, I think what they've done was zoomed them each separately. Uh-huh. Whereas on the live finale, it's like, you know, Sasha, you've won. Peppermint, you've won. So they all have to experience the other person winning. Yes. So it must get a bit flat. Whereas yeah. this way, they could have literally just shut each individual person off so it was a genuine reaction rather than a, oh, it's my turn now. Yeah. And it's... And then, obviously, as I say, we found the link to, yeah. to show you, you the, then get the, the live view. The viewing party. Um, which, again, um, Crystal looked stunning. I know. Because... I loved Crystal's amazing. I just didn't like her face. 
<laughs> it's because she looked like a clown. Um, yes. <laughs> um, so, so they obviously let you know Jada, Jada's one, and Jada's reaction at one oh, is actually don't, don't so, tell people spoilers. So heartfelt. And we're getting on to that in a minute. Yes. <laughs> right. So that's season 12 done. We're going on to All Stars next week. Yes. I'm looking forward to All Stars. I'm looking forward to All Stars. The cast All Stars. looks phenomenal. And, and, they've, and, they, and they have so many great returning faces. But very, very quickly, off of Drag Race, so I fell for what annoys me immensely. And, and I know we laugh at it all the time. Is I made the mistake of going on Instagram because I hadn't watched it and because I was working. Yep. Um, and of course, someone had posted about it winning. And it's do what it's not so much that someone's posted about winning, it's more the person who posted about winning knowing that they have a large UK fan base uh, as who was well. It? Um, it was Latrice. Ah. That's who I seen it on. So I seen mine on Latrice Royale's page. And I mean, it was only, I don't think it had even hit Netflix UK at this point. No. So, so I thought, you know what, I, I'm being quite safe. And, and out of everyone I'd expect, that wasn't who I'd expected to have it. Yeah. And I get, because I mean, Latrice has spoke about this before. He doesn't care. It's a matter of, you know, it, it's done the US. I'm going to put it out there. And it's like, fair, fair enough. That's on me. But it, 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 it's just like, you know, you, you fans who kick off every year that you do this, it would kill you to wait, you know, 12 hours. You, you know, and don't get it. I get it. You can stay off. You can stay off social media. I think it's. It, I find it annoying when it's on. It, it's on someone who's. I didn't expect to see it on. You know, if it had been, for example, if it had been on yourself, it'd be like, well, that's my own fault for looking. Yeah. Um. But you obviously had a wonderful day with this. <laughs> uh, would you? Would you, Would you like to tell us about your story about being? Yes. Oh my God! Worked for so much. Being inflammatory. <laughs> So, I don't care about spoilers. It do- it doesn't bother me one way or the other. It doesn't spoil a show for me. It doesn't spoil no. the ending or who won. Although, it did piss me off when you told me that Bianca won. By accident. Yes. <laughs> that annoyed me. But, like, in general, I don't really care about spoilers. Like, if we've watched a TV show together and you've seen an episode before me and you talk about it, I keep telling you, like, I don't care about if you spoil it for me because it... It makes me look for things. But I'm like that when you've seen movies. So you know yeah. it doesn't bother me, because I'll ask you just yeah. to tell us what, so, what, yeah. what it is. Exactly. Um, so this this person that I'm friends with on Facebook, now I've only met them once at the very first Bear Bash that I went to, so I don't know them well, but it's one of these things, oh, we're at Bear Bash, let's add each other. Uh-huh. So he posted this, oh my God, these simpletons that um, spoil Drag Race. So, well, his remember. was his was thing specifically. Was it not world of the world of wonder page? No, he didn't say who Hang it was. On. Oh, I'm sure it did. I'm sure early on it said it um, said who it was on. Give me two seconds. So I thought it was the first picture, the first screenshot you said. Now I was super impressed because I thought you were sending. I thought you were still at work sending these messages from your watch. No. So. The original comment was, it's not even half nine in the morning and the simpletons seem to be out in force posting finale spoilers for RuPaul's Drag Race. I'm just going to read my first comment because it was a whole load and I'll get into like everything that happened. So it was like, we all know what's going to happen. I think if people have seen it, they should be allowed to, um, their opinion and a time scale without having to worry someone hasn't seen it yet. On whatever platform they see fit uh, to post on. We're the product of a generation of immediacy and everything is a spoiler if you don't know it beforehand. It should be someone's job to censor themselves. 
um, because someone else hasn't seen it. So that was pretty much my first post. And then he had kind of just, he had liked it and said sure, and then this random person who I don't know jumped in on the conversation. And it was like, I just spent three hours just trolling them. Because we live, we literally live in a generation where from season three of RuPaul's Drag Race, it has been spoiled for us. Every single year. And they were they were basically saying that it's it's the person that posts its fault. And then they made the analogy that if you drive into some if you if you're if two people are in a car, if two cars are driving on the road and you drive into a person's car, that they should be at fault, as the analogy for me saying, Well, you looked at the post. No, the analogy would be they're driving along and you suddenly stop and they drive into you, then that's your fault because you chose to stop. Like, you chose to read the post. Right? I, I get it. I love it when you go from these rants. It's hilarious. I'm, I'm, think, I'm thinking I might create a post and put on the Facebook page, but like, clear out people's names. But I was like, and then it was like, oh, but your opinion's changing because you're saying that, you know, you shouldn't blame anyone, but you should, but we should be at blame. It's like, yeah, you should blame yourself. <laughs> Self-blame's di- different from blaming someone else. Like, I saw the spoilers. Am I going to blame the person that posted it? No. It oh, was if it had been me, you'd have totally blamed me. But I wouldn't have, because I don't care about spoilers. <laughs> and then they went on, well, you know, pe- uh, people don't spoil movies and books it's like you're talking to the guy that literally spoils every movie sees on the podcast and then it was like ah but you choose people choose to listen to a podcast you choose to be friends with someone on Facebook you choose to follow someone on Instagram you choose to go on social media oh my god get a fucking grip it's a show about men tucking their dicks inside their asses wearing wigs and makeup winning a fake crown from another man that dresses in a wig and a dress <laughs> like Come on! Oh, I can see like, the st- like I can see the steam coming out of your ears when you were sending me the messages. It was hilarious. It was so funny. Like, and then I just kept sending. It went you, on for just, three hours. I just kept sending you gifts back. And then they th- then they genuinely thought they were winding me up, and it's like, oh, bitch, no, this is fodder for work. This like this is great content for the podcast. Like, keep it going. Make yourself look more crazy. <laughs> Uh-huh. <laughs> I made valid points. You did, but you still look crazy. <laughs> I don't care. I was literally, I was bored at work with nothing to do. So it was like, what can I do? Oh, great. I can troll someone on Facebook. <laughs> See, you hit it here fast. Stephen actively trolled that person. Yes. <laughs> and, I, and I said that. I said that that I was doing it to wind them up. <laughs> oh, um, God. <laughs> so that's what Drag Race yes. done. Have you watched? Have you watched anything else? Um, I watched a movie. <laughs> I can't remember what it's called. Wow, that's a... I can't remember if I talked about it. Was it this week I watched it? I can't remember. See, called... this is what happens when you don't put things it in the notes, and you know I'm going to ask you about it. It was awful. Um, it was on Netflix. It was twenty thirty six object unknown or something I think I, I don't know that but I did see some Tilda Swinton news what did you see 
Did you see the one about them asking her to play the Goblin King? Yes. In the remake of Labyrinth? Yeah. She'd be amazing. She would be amazing. Um, um, but did yeah, you I watch the train? The, the new treat? Yeah, train I've seen episode thing. one and two. I've not, I've, is it just up to episode two? Yeah, so they're showing it weekly, which I'm really annoyed at. Yeah, so that's great. So I can catch up on that. Um, my sister made me watch uh, Friday Night Dinner. Right. I don't know what's happening in it. I cannot figure it out. What I don't it? find it funny. So it's... A, oh, is that BBC? the Peter K thing? No, it's not. It's the guys who've done The Inbetweeners. Oh. Maybe Channel 4 thing. So they've done The Inbetweeners and then they've done the Roman thing. Yeah. And then they've done Friday Night Dinner, which is basically two guys going round to their parents for Friday night dinner and it's I don't I don't get it I'm obviously just at that age where I just yeah. don't find it funny you know but you, you know when someone's like oh you need to watch this it's funny it's funny and you're just like yeah. I still don't no. get it I've watched two seasons yeah because <laughs> you know? I think they're 20 minutes an episode so I just put it on in the background and it's yeah. like nope I don't know what's happening I, I, I don't understand Um. But I did find a new audiobook to listen to this week in work. Of course you did. Which I might talk about next week. Uh, which looked quite interesting. Have you finished reading the rugby book? No, because I don't have my Kindle here. You can get Kindle on your phone. I could. I also can't see my phone. Or your iPad. <laughs> I could put it on the iPad. Uh, the Book of Pride. It's now so it's LGBT. Years. Uh, have you finished Love, Simon yet? Nope. I never said I would finish it, though. <laughs> you did. I did. I'm sure if I go back, I can find one which says you it. would finish it. Do it. Do it. But you um, you said you'd finish that book by August. Or, last not year. August, yeah. Last year. <laughs> you didn't specify. <laughs> yes, so, we did. Yeah, oh, we did. Oh, we no, no. did. Your statement there, you didn't specify. <laughs> so, yeah. Right, sorry, so, um, <laughs> so, The Book of Pride, it's LGBTQ Heroes Who Changed the World uh, by Mason Funk. All right. Um, so the book captures the true stories of gay rights movement through the 1960s to present. Uh, so I think I'll I'll listen to that and maybe yeah. do some notes, just because we are coming in a Pride Month. Yes. You, you know, and I imagine when we get to Pose, Pose is probably going to have another Pride episode at some point. Because um, I know there's only ten there's only ten episodes yeah, in the so season. So this is left. Seven we're getting, weeks we've been doing this. We're getting to the vacation episode. To the what? What? The vacation episode. Yes, I think that's. Either the next one or the next. It's, I think it's, it's episode coming nine. soon. Yes, is the vacation episode good? Remember, I haven't it's, seen this season. It's an Electra episode. Oh my god! It's Does so Electra good. take them all on holiday? You'll need to watch. <laughs> you can spoil it. I'm quite no, happy to. No, know. no, you need to watch. Dogs. It's a really good episode. It's. It. it yes, so good. It's just Electra being Electra. <laughs> it's just it's just phenomenal it's one of my favourite episodes in the whole season I'm, I'm looking forward to it because it does look it does look good but I thoroughly yes. enjoyed this season um, anything else? no not really do you feel like it's being like any other business? I know um, oh I know you don't like it but I, I should really mention that that came out as well again this week what? Um, <laughs> uh, the Gamerhood relaunched this week oh no I know you don't like it, no. but it's. I love it's, Martin. I love Martin to bits, but no. This first one's great because this is. They've kind of listened to a lot of the critiques of people calling it a bit too bubblegum friendly last time, and this is this is a bit better. This is definitely a lot better. Um, 
but I want you to listen to the first 15 minutes of it just to listen to how thirsty Martin is. Nope. It's hilarious. Nope. <laughs> how have, have you listened to the London Patient episodes of Gain and Nongay? Nope. Nope, well, I'm not listening to the Gamerhood. Well, tell you what, I'll listen to it if you listen to the Gamerhood. You okay. have to listen to two episodes because there'll be another episode out this week. No, how how long are the episodes? 20 minutes. Right, fair enough. Right. Oh, um, the the last episode again and on gay was the the girl that done circus of books. They had her on about the gay sex shop in San Francisco. The sister. Yes. Yeah. Um, Instagram pages. I went with because it's keeping me sane through lockdown. I went with Lego. <laughs> Of course, I've literally just. I'm surprised you've not page. done this already. No, I've gone with Lego, um, because currently they have uh, the Monkey King is their new set coming out. But I'm still loving. I'm still tempted to get the Haunted House set. Yeah, it is super expensive, but I also love that it has. Um, it it just has some great little pieces in it. I love so it has um, a Lego wheelchair user in it, which I think is super cool yeah. from Lego to do. They have done it before. But there is other cool sets and bits on it. Um, you know, the cars coming up. And it is it is just a merchandising page. But oh, God, it's, yeah. You know, it's, it's Lego. I like it's Lego. It's Lego. Like, what else are they going to do? And it is, it is keeping me sane. I'm hoping I can find a picture of um, the Barracuda Bay, which is a set I've not finished uh-huh. yet, um, which I thoroughly enjoyed during lockdown. Um, and I also have a Hidden Side Graveside set to do, which I'll do a, yes. a thingy video for when I sit and do that. So, my page, what? And I bought more hideous shoes this week. They weren't that bad. <laughs> they're bright orange. They're, they're still not that bad. Like, you've got worse. <gasps> I love my shoes. Right, which one are you having? Um, so, I am going to choose Janie Godley. <gasps> of course you are. So, Janie is a comedian and a very staunch Trump hater. So every, everyone's, everyone has seen who Janie is, but sometimes they don't know who she is. So when Trump was first starting to build his hotel and golf course, Janie was the one, the woman that held up the Trump as a cunt <laughs> post. Same. That was seen every, everywhere around the world. Like everyone saw it. Anyway, so she's, she's hilarious. I love her. But we've, we've spoken about her in the past. So the reason that I love her even more now is she does very funny comedy voiceovers of first minister who should be, you know, prime minister of the world at the moment because she's fucking awesome. Um, Nicola Sturgeon and her daily speeches. And Jenny is just fucking hilarious. It's so funny. And Nicola Sturgeon loves her and I love her. And I can't really talk about her posts, so I'm going to post a few of them at some point over the week. But and just a bit, you've picked her Facebook page because she has a dash hound. No, I've picked her because she's amazing, but also because she's a dog. She does, vo- <laughs> she does, she does voiceovers with the dogs as well. And it's things like, um, like as speaking as a dog, she's like, and I have to stay in my house, and all I want to do is sniff a butt every now and again, and I can't because all you wee bastards are going to your wee buckfast parties. <laughs> it's so good. <laughs> I I freaking love her. She is. She's just hilarious, and it it just feels so natural. 
like how funny it, it is. is. And I think it's helped with lockdown specifically in Scotland because what you've got is you have Nicola Sturgeon delivering a very political message, yes, which maybe people won't pay attention to. However, when you have someone do it in satire, yes, and, and still getting she, that message across, and and this is it because she hasn't deviated from what she said. No, she's just doing it in a way that certain elements of the population would then listen to. Yeah, yes, it's yes, it's funny, but in actual fact you're getting that message across to people who maybe wouldn't listen to it as a political broadcast. Yes, exactly. But they would listen to it so, as a comedy yeah. So like, the perfect example is Nicola's like, stay home, stay safe, blah, blah, blah. And Janie's like, if you go out, you're going to die. <laughs> you're this, it's, like, yes. it's, it's, it's that simple, but it's so effective. And it's, I, there was one night, I think I had sent it to you. There was one I had sent to you. And I literally... I sat in the bath for about an hour and a half just chilling with a candle, just watching every single video that Janie had ever put out, laughing to myself. And I mean, she's quick because she's getting hers she's out. She's getting them out that night. Yeah, not long after the, they've come out. Um, and, and even even the one she done with um, Nicola having to fire Aye. the minister. I know. <laughs> it's just... <laughs> I, it's just great light relief with a fantastic message and and this is it and, it and I mean on top of all it's not like Trump or it's not like um, Boris no where you, this is a political party leader who actually thinks it's funny and happily shares it as uh-huh. well you, you exactly. know because she realises the value of it yes because if you can get someone like Janie who's got like hundreds of thousands of fans if you're getting on on board, if you're getting her on board with something political, like it's like in, in a serious way, like because obviously uh-huh. Janie is quite a political person, or she wouldn't want to do that. Yes, it's satire, yes. but with satire comes intelligence. Like satire's never dumb; it yes. looks dumb, but it's never dumb. It's never stupid. Um, to have someone on board that agrees with you and is doing it in such a funny comedic way. But you also see the funny comedic way and how it all sort of correlates and is the same message, just delivered different ways. And mm. if you can tap into that, you've got a whole new audience that might not have listened to you. Who are saying it. And the Jane Goddy posts have done the rounds on Facebook around the world. Yeah. You, you, oh, she's, you, she's everywhere. You, you know, no. Even this side of the border, where people were just thinking, "Oh, it's funny," it's someone taking the piss out of Nicola Sturgeon, who don't really understand that. In actual fact, she's she might be taking the piss, but she's still putting the message in there. This is exactly not... yes, exactly. You know, and if you're willing to laugh at yourself, it takes away that power of other people being yeah. able to do it to, to use it against you, which is what and, Nicola Sturgeon's done. And I think what well, the best thing is, is she just like Janie just looks like your typical. Middle-aged mum with a lap dog. <laughs> like you'd you'd walk past her in the street and you wouldn't think, oh, that's going that's a comedian walking past me. I don't know. You can see a wee bottle of Buckfast swearing at you. As you oh, I absolutely, absolutely. <laughs> but she's a little bit rough. <laughs> I just can't say too much too much about her because she is she's genuinely just one of the funniest people. I, I think she's one of the funniest people in the world at the moment. So yeah. That's my pitch of the week. Janie Godley. Yay. Yeah. <laughs> um, so, future plans. Well, everything's still currently cancelled. Yes. 
Um, all the cancelled. All of them. All the cancelled. Stephen's going nowhere this year. He's <laughs> nope. Oh, um, I'd be flying down to London soon. Oh, I'd have probably been to the gym by now. Probably. Well, this be good. Would we have been doing a podcast whilst you were abroad? Yeah. Whilst you're swanning around in a pool somewhere with <laughs> puppies. <laughs> Going, the dogs love me best. Yes. <laughs> um, yeah. Right. Should we yes. wrap up? Yeah, so everything's cancelled, blah, blah, blah. Um, anything else to add before we go? No, I think it's good, unless yeah. there's anything else you want to talk about. No, I'm done, I think. Nope. That is fab. Because I didn't know if you want to talk about the news in America at the moment or if that's a bit too political I for was... us to talk about. And you know what's happening, and that's it's, kind of Yeah. Well, do you want to? I, we could we could Yeah, I think it's I think from my point of view it's really difficult to talk about because it, 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 you're seeing so much of it and it's very difficult to to understand. I understand why things are happening. Yeah. You know and, and it and if it helps so move we're talking things about, in the right direction. So what we're talking about is the riot in America um, following the following death George of... Lloyd's murder. Yes. At the hands of four police officers. Um, my problem is... Well, it's not a problem, because I've, I've been quite vocal yeah. about it at work, and I actually had a, a quite a, a, a frank, loud discussion with my mum about it last night. I think... Particularly in Britain and in Scotland, we don't necessarily always want to talk about something that's happening in America. And we yes. don't particularly... We are very much white-privileged men. Yes. And it is one of those things that's like, should we be talking about it? But it's the white-privileged men that should be talking about it that are saying that it's ridiculous. So I... With everything that's going on, with the fires and the looting and everything, I agree with it. Something needs to happen. If it means that burning a city down is going to get change, burn the motherfucking city down. I'm sorry, but... And when my mum was like, oh, but they burnt down the police station. It, it was one police officer's fault. I was like, no, it's not. He has a past for doing this. He has, a, he has so, so much in his file about being racist, about being physically violent towards people that are under his arrest. He chose to put his knee on someone's neck and kill them. Four, three other police officers held that man down while he was dying, begging for air. Three other policemen stood and watched and ignored people begging for them to let that guy go to live. His superiors have let him away with this for years. Their superiors have let this happen for years. Burn the motherfucking cop building down. Start again. Something needs to happen. And I think the people that need to be saying that something needs to happen are white, privileged people because no one's listening to the the black community. We're just... We as a society and as a world are letting people die for no reason. For literally reaching into their pocket to get their wallet. For being stopped because a cop thinks that they were speeding and then then gets killed and gets shot. But no one's listening to to our black communities. I mean, it, it, it does feel like 
America is, the, is on the point of another revolution. You know, and it's either one that they need to deal with and figure out as a country w- what they can do. And I think that's that's where it's going, isn't it? Is is this is not the first time we've seen these riots? No. Especially when you're not based in America, so so we're kind, you were kind of on the outside looking exactly, in. and so we only see what is portrayed in the media or what someone else puts on Facebook. Um, but at the, mo- at the moment, it's it's kind of like, how do they change their society? Because it is a big societal change that that needs to happen yeah. for them. No, no, it's but it's not even a big societal change. We need we need po- well not we but America needs politicians that are going to say right. No more guns, no more guns on the streets, no more guns for the police officers. Training, real training for the police officers. Mm-hmm. You know, it it works in Australia. Australians don't have guns. Most European countries, the police don't have guns. There's gun laws in the UK. Yeah, there's 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 gun violence and there's death by gun in the UK. But not to the point. It's so very rare because everyone's allowed a gun. See if you take the guns away, there's going to be less shootings. It's as simple as that. Police are not going to be trigger happy. Mm-hmm. You know, if they're going to be violent, they're going to be violent. There's nothing we can do about that. But beating someone with a baton is much better than shooting them in the back thirty odd times that one police officer's done this year. You know, it's we need our politicians to actually be accountable. That 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 that's literally the end of my statement. Yeah, and it's as I say it's difficult because we are on the outside. From my point of view, we're on the outside looking in. Um, so I, I was talking to yes yesterday. So I was talking to a fireman that has been literally putting fires out for three days. Yes, and like they're 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 just physically mentally drained. Um, and I was talking to a police officer who is pretty much on the edge of having a breakdown because he is trying to stop the fact like he he was there he was there and he Mm. was trying to stop the violence on both sides not just the protesters but the police as well that are ready to go in and shoot them for no reason and they're protesting but I'm sorry oh I can't really I can't articulate it but peaceful protest is not working and then when you've got fucking Trump saying oh the protesters outside my CIA agents are just waiting and they're, they're, they're happy to be there with their guns and their dogs and they're excited to get some action oh fuck off and die you fat fucking orange cunt like this is why it's happening because people like that are in power oh sorry well it is and it sounds really stupid you look at the side of the bo- you look at the side of the border where you have your politician who has blatantly broken the rules yes. that were put into place and is allowed to get away with it and then they wonder why you know lockdown's probably just going to fall apart the side of the border very mm. quickly now but that's that's off topic no I thought I thought I'd mention it it is in the news everywhere you, yeah you, you can't avoid it and there's no point us having a podcast and not talking about things which are happening no in in the media and things um but no that's I think that was the last yeah. thing I've seen in the news. Right, shall we wrap up? Yes. So, please subscribe, review and follow Bear With Me on iTunes, SoundCloud, Spotify, Stitcher and Deezer and the other one which Stephen hasn't put on. Player FM. Thank you. 
And you can follow us on Instagram and Facebook. Uh, you can come to the show by email at podcastbearwithme at gmail.com and by Instagram at podcastbearwithme. <laughs> so you can follow myself on Instagram at sparkycub. And you can follow me on just a hometown boy. Are you ready? Yes. Thank you for listening Thank to us. Thank you for listening to us. And, and bear, bear with me. With me. Well done. Yay. <laughs>